the work week is coming to an end pretty darn soon, but we still got plenty of y'all goodies coming your way. Hello, welcome to the show all about the South. This is the y'all show uh, accent on all things Southern. That's what we do here. And I'm John Rawl. Good to have you back here on our Thursday edition. Our last sort of mixed bag of Southern goodies here for the week because come Friday, we'll have the y'all kickoff show. Two hours of college football fun coming your way. And we've got some great stuff headed your way come Friday. But that's tomorrow. What's up today on the y'all show? Hey, make sure you tune in because we've got some really good stuff to tell you about later in the show but we'll start off today with headlines from across the south we've got some really unfortunate stories some killings and such we'll tell you about here in just a sec all that coming up later this hour we'll have our thanks to the southeast tourism society our list of some of the top events going on in the month of october into november across the southeast let's say you want to go to a really cool festival somewhere in dixie well thanks to the southeast tourism society we can help you with just that mission and that's coming up a little bit later this hour in our festive south feature when we get to our number two here on today's y'all show we got courtesy of y'all.com hey i know it's not valentine's day coming up next week it's something called halloween but let's say you want to go on a little date night on halloween or maybe you want some advice before February 14th rolls around. Thanks to Clark Shelton and everybody at y'all.com. We have the top 50 date night restaurants. Now, this is across the country. Good news. A lot of the top 50 date night restaurants in the good old U.S. of A. are right here in the good old Dixie. In Dixie land. We'll live or die in Dixie and we'll go with great dates out in Dixie. And we'll share with that all that good stuff at the top of the second hour. And then later on in hour number two. Of course, it's Thursday, and that means it's time for a report on all things Southeastern Conference football, and we will hear from a couple of coaches and a player of an SEC school. When you stay tuned into today's show, a huge, huge game going on at Death Valley, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. On Saturday, you got LSU ranked number two in the country, hosting number nine, Auburn. Auburn only has one loss. They lost in the swamp to the Gators, and now they go to Death Valley for a big game against LSU, SEC West Supremacy minus Alabama on the line as Alabama and the Tigers of LSU get together here pretty soon. But right now, it's the battle of the Tigers of the SEC West, and we'll hear from the head coach of those Tigers, Ed Orgeron, as he's getting his team ready for the big game. Also, we'll hear from the quarterback of the Auburn Tigers, Bo Nix, the freshman. And is he going to be intimidated going into such a hostile environment? The last time he went to a huge hostile environment, Things didn't work out so good for the Plainsmen as they lost in the swamp to Florida. But perhaps now with wins at Arkansas, which I don't call that the most hostile environment. No offense, Arkansas fans. Auburn looked pretty darn good last weekend with that road win. Now they've got a second consecutive road trip, this time to Death Valley. And we'll hear the comments of both head coach Orgeron of LSU and AU freshman quarterback Bo Nix. Now we've got to give the SEC East a little bit of, I won't call love, but a little bit of attention. And one of the big games from week eight was Florida coming into South Carolina and walking away in the rain and muck with a victory. Well, Will Muschamp had a lot to say on game day about that. Officiating was certainly something that played a factor in the last quarter of that matchup. 
And we're going to go to Columbia for Will Muschamp's weekly press conference. And we'll hear from the head coach of the Gamecocks what he had to say about Florida, what he's got to say about this week as USC packs its bags and heads up I-26. And then I guess they'll get on I-40 in Asheville, and they'll be right there on Rocky Top to take on a Tennessee Vols program that's got a little bit more wind behind them than at the beginning of the season, thanks to a victory over Mississippi State, and thanks to a pretty good hard-fought loss. It was a loss, but it was hard-fought against the Alabama Crimson Tide, and Will Muschamp helped set the scene for the Gamecocks versus Tennessee. A perfect Halloween combination. You got the bright orange of UT and that black of the Gamecocks going together in the days just before Halloween. A, A great game. Plus, we'll walk through in our SEC spotlight all of the other action going on in the sec this weekend a couple teams get to have a little breather but for the rest of the conference a pretty good lineup here in week nine and we'll walk all that through with you as we get to the second hour of today's y'all show if you would like to connect to the y'all show we encourage that our number is 803-816-1170 our website is yall.com you can find the Y'all Show on a couple of streaming apps like the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, and Apple Podcasts. All of those are free of charge. All you have to do is go on and search Y'all Show and look for the big old bright red Y'all logo. And you can click like or subscribe. And without paying a single red nickel, you can get the Y'all Show right on your smartphone or your iPad. Now, that is a a great Halloween stocking stuffer. And we are glad to offer that to you here on the Y'all Show. Well, again, we're excited to be back with you. And let's get into the headlines of the Southeast. And we've got some disturbing and unfortunate stories to kind of share with you as we begin the Thursday Y'all Show. First off, a farmer in Missouri is now being charged with two counts of first-degree murder in the fatal shooting of two brothers not from Missouri, but from Wisconsin, who were reported missing after visiting his property back in July. And in Bramer, Missouri, Garland Nelson, a 25-year-old, being charged with two counts of abandonment of a corpse, two counts of tampering with physical evidence and felony prosecution, two counts of armed criminal action, tampering with a motor vehicle and unlawful possession of a firearm, all this in documents filed at in in this area near Kansas City, Bramer, Missouri. This is in Caldwell County, which is part of the Kansas City metropolitan area. And this man now faces a sentence of life in prison without parole or death, as the county sheriff of Caldwell County, Jerry Galloway, said during a news conference. He's being held without bond, as brothers Nick Dimel and Justin Dimel of Shawno County, Wisconsin, were reported missing July 21st after they failed to show up for a flight to Milwaukee. They'd been visiting the farm in northwestern Missouri while on a trip related to their cattle business. The court documents indicate the brothers were shot to death. I have no idea what led to the brothers there from Wisconsin being killed on this farm. Sounds like a, a really scary movie here leading up to Halloween 2019. Human remains were found on the farm northwest of kansas city but have not been publicly identified so definitely more to this story and this developing story out of missouri in the northwest corner but right now 25 year old garland nelson being charged with this uh, i guess the murder of these two wisconsin brothers now as we broke the story on wednesdays y'all on tuesday night unfortunately it appears 
the body of three-year-old Camille Cupcake McKinney was found in a dumpster in the Birmingham area as she had been missing for about 10 days, abducted while at a birthday party, and now it appears her body was found in the Birmingham area and Amber Alerts have been canceled. We know now the suspects in this case are facing charges, and those include Patrick Davon Stallworth, a 39-year-old charged with seven crimes, including possession of child pornography and possession with intent to distribute child pornography. Also, Derek Arisha Brown, age 29, also held after authorities filed a motion to revoke her bond in a 2018 case. Brown is accused of abducting her three children from DHR custody. Okay, those those people being held in Birmingham, all as part of the investigation on the alleged or apparent death of three-year-old Camille Cupcake McKinney, a story that got a lot of attention in the Birmingham area and in Alabama and kind of grew after 10 days and a lot of media attention brought. It became kind of a national story, but unfortunately, it appears this youngster killed it looks like by this couple there in the Birmingham area. And our thoughts certainly go out to her family. No excuse for that one. Now, a similar tragic story. This comes from South Carolina as a five-year-old in that state, Neve Adams found in a landfill in South Carolina, two months after the mother's stabbing death. And this happened again in South Carolina. We tell you about this story from Sumter, South Carolina to the east of Columbia as a family has now received the tragic news that the five-year-old girl, which was missing since August, was located dumped in a landfill and was found at the end of the week. The discovery in Sumter came more than two months after Neve Adams' mother was found fatally stabbed and wrapped inside a rug inside her home. And a family attorney said that this is a horror story in every sense of the word. And authorities confirmed that the girl did die Earlier this week, her body was found during a massive search of that landfill in Sumter, which involved more than 400 volunteers as well as personnel from more than 40 government agencies. Unfortunately, the Sumter police authorities having to investigate this murder of this five-year-old. The police chief of Sumter, South Carolina, Chief Russell Rourke, said this is not the outcome any of us would have wanted. But we hope this can provide some closure to the family. We will continue working with the Third Circuit Solicitor's Office to bring this case to trial. Now, police have arrested a 28-year-old Dante Johnson, a transient who had a relationship with the mother, and charged him with two counts of uh, of murder. And authorities said a suspect told them he had placed the child's body in a dumpster. Unfortunately, that's the discovery there in South Carolina And again, eerily, eerily familiar and similar to what happened in Birmingham this week with the death of three-year-old Camille McKinney, a.k.a. Cupcake. Well, on Wednesday in Baltimore, people came out and paid their respects to Representative Elijah Cummings, who died last week. His body was laid in repose at a historically black college in Baltimore, and there will be a couple of services that will take place going on throughout the next few days in honor of the longtime politician, a tan hearse with the congressman's or Congress's seal, the U.S. House of Representatives seal. It carried Cummings' body at Morgan State University's Fine Arts Center, and mourners led by Cummings' widow followed pallbearers who wheeled the black casket with silver trimmings into the building. And again, there'll be multiple observances. I know they did something in Washington, D.C. 
as well. But yes, he died last week. His body will lie in state Thursday, today, in the National Statuary Hall of the U.S. Capitol. A wake and funeral for Elijah Cummings is planned Friday at New Psalmist Baptist Church in Baltimore, where the congressman worshiped for almost 40 years. He was a sharecropper's son. His parents from South Carolina. Elijah Cummings went on to become a lawyer and elected official and was recently one of the committee members that conducted an impeachment inquiry of President Donald Trump. But he died last week. I think he was in his late 60s when he passed away, Elijah Cummings. And again, there will be something going on at the Capitol for him on Thursday. Now to Georgia and a sheriff's order has set off a lawsuit as sex offenders in Butts County, that's Jackson, Georgia, they're now suing for the sheriff's office the posting a no trick-or-treat sign on their homes. These are sex offenders in Butts County, Georgia. And as we said, the sheriff's office came by and put no trick-or-treat signs on their homes. And now the sheriff said he's using the signs to keep kids safe, but the sex offenders argued that they are a violation of their rights to free speech and privacy. Now, this initiative began last year when the Butts County of Georgia Sheriff Gary Long directed deputies to place warning, no trick-or-treat at this address signs at the front yards of over 200 Butts County sex offenders that are registered in the county. The Sheriff's Office planned to use the same tactic this year, and now three registered sex offenders have filed suit. In a Facebook post, Sheriff Long said he instituted the signs as a result of the cancellation of a local Halloween festival, which was called Halloween on the Square, and the subsequent influx of door-to-door trick-or-treaters. He said that he had been following Georgia law and protecting children when they implemented the public warnings. But we'll find out what happens here in this developing story out of Jasper and, and Butts County. Did I say Jasper? Jackson, Georgia. And it's very confusing. You got Butts County. I think there's a a town called Butts in Georgia. There's a Jackson County and there's a town called Jackson. There's also a Jefferson County and a town called Jefferson. Georgia, the Empire State of the South, they didn't get too creative when they started naming a lot of places in Georgia. As it's called the Empire State of the South, in case you don't know, because it has so many counties. I think, forgive me, Georgia, if you know the exact answer, Email me here at y'all show at y'all.com or you can text us 803-816-1170. There's, I'm going to take a guess about 130 counties in the state of Georgia. And that's why it has that nickname empire state of the South. Well, guess what? Butts County is not alone because other counties in the peach state have also used these no trick or treat signs. And that would include Monroe and Lamar counties. In Monroe County, if an offender didn't want to sign in their yard, they had to wait in the lobby of the local sheriff's office during trick-or-treat hours on Halloween. That's taken in a little extreme. Now, can I preach just a second here, if y'all don't mind? Okay. I'm certainly no fan of sex offenders. I do find it a little weird that sex offenders, to my knowledge, in most areas, most states, are the only guys and gals that have felonies who have a public database of where they live, what their offense was, mug shots. Are they keeping up with, I guess, reporting in to their officer? You could live next door to a mass murderer who somehow serves their time and gets out. You could live next door to a, a burglar or someone else that's a violent person, 
and there's no database and record of those individuals but for sex offenders again i'm not backing up sex offenders here i'm just trying to remind everybody i think it's pretty standard in, in the entire country but in the south especially we have all these people with databases of where they are what they're doing and it gets to be a whole nother level of hate toward them and it's just not fair to the people that are also guilty of other crimes that yes they might not be quite as sick but they're still crimes my advice and if i get elected emperor of the south one day i'm gonna make a database of every crime wouldn't you like to know that you could just go on a website without having to pay to get extra info on a person if you meet somebody or you live next door to somebody, if if they are a convicted criminal, not not misdemeanor, but a felony, if you're a convicted felon, there ought to be a database that you could look up and find because you can find that info. You just got to do the legwork. You got to go to the courthouses and research and find what someone did. It's public record. It's just not easily accessible public information. That's why we either need to have it available for all of our felons or maybe, just maybe, those who've done these dumb things that are sexual crimes in nature don't need to be singled out. Not that I have a heart for these people. They've obviously done some bad things. They're not the only bad people out there. And wouldn't you like to know all the bad people if given a choice? All right. My preaching session is over. Well, in Louisville, Kentucky, let's talk a little art, if you don't mind. They just unveiled a mural in Louisville on private property called The Devil is in the Details. And it was created by a New York-based artist called L. as part of a art collective going on in did I say Louisville? This is in Lexington, Kentucky, that this is taking place in. And I saw a story about it. It was controversial because, frankly, I don't know what the heck the message here was. But one of the things about this artwork was they had supposedly a subliminal message that spelled out F-U blank blank Trump. Okay. And guess what? Now that's been covered up. Covered up because the artist claimed that that was supposed to not be so visible, but indeed it was when it was unveiled in Lexington, Kentucky. And now the the colorful piece on the side of this building near Short and Church Streets in Lexington has kind of been cleaned up a little bit. That hidden message, which was not so hidden, has been cleaned up. The word's gone, spray painted over by a man who the building owner acknowledged he sent out after the outcry a lot of people very upset the artist said the words were supposed to be invisible unless shown under a black light but says for some reason the special paint didn't dry clear she also released a statement about the work she hates donald trump and this new yorker put that message there on this artwork but again that's pretty bad excuse if you saw it before it got covered up it was very visible no black light needed you could see it quite easily there in lexington kentucky but now the owner of the building not exactly happy about all the attention this darn thing's getting there might want to clean that up hey we were just talking about how people might want to have a database of all of our criminals well this guy's still innocent until proven guilty but this is a hero for a lot of people we're talking about 39 year old john adam bio a resident of Scott, Louisiana, and founder of America's Cajun Navy. Have y'all heard about that? That's the group that uses boats and high-water vehicles to go into national uh, natural disasters like hurricanes and other bad floods and such. He was arrested this week for felony theft. 
According to the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office in Louisiana, the Criminal Investigation Division on September 30th began an investigation of the alleged theft involving B.O., a victim advised investigators that the man allegedly started a GoFundMe account soliciting donations to help with the care of specific foster children and their foster parents and to buy Christmas presents for the children, but only a portion of the money was used to benefit foster children, according to this person. And now, again, it's alleged that Mr. B.O. now stole some of that money. He's denied the theft, and we want to remind you that he and the America's Cajun Navy joined a search in Evangeline Parish for a nine-year-old missing boy. So not only did they go into hurricanes and such, a, a good, good effort. More to come on this, but the Cajun Navy in the news out of Louisiana, and maybe not for the best of reasons. We'll follow that developing story. We've got more headlines from across Dixie that we're going to get to. And again, later this hour, we're going to tell you about some really cool festivals going on in our part of the country. All that to come on y'all. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Back with headlines from across the South. This is the Y'all Show. And you may have told me, or I may have told you recently on the show about the awful 1921 Tulsa race massacre where hundreds of people died. It was an ugly thing that happened in our country's history. And we're coming up on the century mark of that Tulsa race massacre. Well, I've mentioned it before because we love to talk history here on the Y'all Show, even our chapters of history that aren't so pretty in the Tulsa race massacre in Oklahoma certainly not too pretty well if you want to learn a little bit more and I'm not endorsing this as accurate but there is a new HBO series that will spotlight the 1921 Tulsa race massacre and it is causing some conversations to pop up across the country this is the series Watchmen as it opens up the first episode of the show with a violent scene depicted from the Tulsa race massacre and then moves on to an alternate America set in present day. 
and hundreds of people sharing their thoughts online after watching that episode. Some said they wondered if the scene was truth or fiction because they'd never heard of this part of Tulsa, Oklahoma's history. But indeed, it did happen in early 1900 America, where in 1921, you had that. One teacher out of Chicago said on Twitter, my eighth grade students studied the Chicago race riots of 1919, but I'm embarrassed that I never considered teaching the Tulsa massacre. Yes, that the news about this particular series. And I haven't had a chance to watch this. It's The Watchmen, and it is on HBO. It's a superhero drama TV series, and it was created by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. And it's out right now. Again, this first episode kind of deals with the Tulsa race riots. Now, let me tell you about some of the stars of Watchmen. If you have had a chance to see it, you know some of these names. If you haven't, there may be a name or two I'm going to throw out here that might be of interest to where you'd want to tune in as they have Lewis Gossett Jr. He's a part of Watchmen on HBO. Also, another blast from the 1980s, you got Don Johnson, who is, I think, from Kentucky originally, and Don Johnson's in that, as well as Regina King and Sarah Vickers. Also, Jeremy Irons is part of Watchmen. So check it out if you have HBO. I guess it's one of those things you can watch on demand. But they've got various episodes. And this latest episode has something to do. Again, I'm not endorsing it that it's accurate. But it was produced in Georgia, the state of Georgia, getting this series, The Watchmen. And you might want to see that and see if you don't see familiar places in the Peach State here for this HBO series out right now and the first episode has something to do to kind of get the interest peaked about the tulsa race rights check it out now to south carolina we return for a story that is pretty darn ridiculous now it's got a happy ending i'll go ahead and tell you the the cliffhanger what's going on the good news is the deputies have now found the pup so we can let you know that Leah has now been returned to her rightful owner in Greenville County, South Carolina. That's great news. But why am I even telling you about Leah, a four-year-old breeding champion dog who went missing back on October 13th? Authorities are now searching for a dog napper, and this missing Bichon Freese worth about $10,000 was snatched from this Greenville County, South Carolina home. Again, it's come up and we've got leah back great news there but the sheriff's office in greenville county says that leah's microchip was scanned shortly afterward at a petco in simpsonville which is southeast of greenville south carolina and police went out and released a photo of a woman who was seen wheeling the 11 pound dog into the pet store deputies are asking anyone with information in the case to contact authorities well good news the dog's back bad news we don't quite yet as of now know the dog napper who took this beautiful $10,000 valued Bichon Fresse, I think is the name of these fancy dogs. They don't even look like a dog. They look like a little stuffed toy, to be honest with you. If you got an extra $10,000, you can own your own version of Leah. But the good news is for pet lovers, Leah's back. But what a low life. A dog napper is somewhere in the upstate of South Carolina. We got to get on to that. Now to Fitzgerald, Georgia, and to that town we go as tourists there. If you go into Fitzgerald in South Georgia, you just might see something that's going to catch your attention. And that's a giant bushy chicken statue. 
The mayor of Fitzgerald, Jim Puckett, says that the town is building the world's largest chicken topiary, a 62-foot steel-framed chicken with plants growing on it. And wild Burmese chickens have long roamed in Fitzgerald, Georgia, and the mayor aims to leverage that reputation to draw tourists. So you want to see a pretty topiary of a 62-foot chicken yard bird roaming around Fitzgerald, Georgia? Well, you'll soon have your opportunity as the city is spending, get this, $150,000 on the 62-foot-tall steel-framed chicken topiary (laughs) with live plants growing on it. And it was designed to top the 56-foot-tall steel big chicken. And I know about the big chicken. This is in Marietta at a KFC there. And now in another part of Georgia, they're having chicken wars go on in the state of Georgia. They're trying to best that 56-foot-tall big chicken in Marietta with a 62 foot just six feet more but that'll do the trick it might be a world record the mayor says the fitzgerald topiary could even include an apartment for overnight rentals and an observation deck and it'll be ready by the year's end well i now know where i'm heading to come new year's instead of going to the big apple or going to nashville's big celebration i'm going to bring in 2020 atop a big old 62 foot tall bushy chicken Y'all care to join me? (laughs) Let's talk a little politics out of the mountain state. As a former coal executive and ex-federal prisoner, Don Blankenship, that name might sound familiar, Don Blankenship, he's now seeking the Constitution Party's presidential nomination for 2020. Now, here is a guy who in 2018 finished third in the 2018 Republican primary for U.S. Senate, the seat held by Joe Manchin. And I remember he was a pretty formidable candidate, but he had that one little problem in his background, and that was, (laughs) don't want to overlook it, he was an ex-federal prisoner. But now, I guess it's not illegal to run for president if you're an ex-con, and that's what Blankenship's planning on doing. He lost that general election bid to run as the Constitution Constitution Party's nominee, and was blocked as well. The Secretary of State of West Virginia cited the state's sore loser law prohibiting major party primary candidates who lose from switching to a minor party. Now, Blankenship is the ex-CEO of Massey Energy, which owned a West Virginia mine where, in 2010, an explosion killed 29 workers. He spent a year in federal prison for misdemeanor safety violations related to that explosion. Now, okay, I feel a little bit more sympathy for Mr. Blankenship. He, he, it's not like he stole money or it, I mean, this was an indirect result of his lack of a CEO of safety measures. I guess when you have an explosion where 29 people get killed, you got to go, you got to go put people in jail. And as the CEO of Massey Energy, he went to jail, but now he is trying to get out there and be our next president of the United States, given Donald Trump some grief and i remember president trump had an opportunity to get behind him whenever he ran for senate and i don't think he did of course president trump's got a lot of support in west by god virginia and i guess this guy's not one of them now that he's running as a a third party perhaps in 2020 hey we told you earlier this week on the y'all show about some state fairs over in north and south carolina and all over the southeast we've had state fairs 
Well, I don't know if any of our southern states are going to top the attendance figures coming out of the State Fair of Texas. As we know now, the numbers as this fair right outside of Dallas, right next to the Cotton Bowl Stadium. It had its 133rd State Fair of Texas this year, and it welcomed in more than two and a half million people through the gates of Fair Park in Dallas, Texas. Yes, it came to a close this past weekend, but the attendance was significantly higher than in 2018, and that is a huge thing. Again, close to two and a half million Texans taking in the State Fair of Texas. The theme this year for its 133rd year was celebrating Texas creativity. And I always love the fact that the State Fair of Texas has the Cotton Bowl Stadium next to it, and you have the big Red River rivalry shootout, whatever you want to call it, between Oklahoma and Texas. That's part of the State Fair of Texas celebration. And it will run next year, by the way, if you want to make your plans to go to Big D from Friday, September 25th through Sunday, October 18th. So more than two weeks of fun at the State Fair of Texas at Fair Park southeast of downtown dallas texas congratulations and maybe y'all made it out to the theme park or the state fair and enjoyed all the rides and all the great food available at the state fair of texas speaking of texas a north texan in the news because she's got a little baby boy on the way congratulations to country music superstar Marin morris as she and her husband fellow singer ryan hurd are going to welcome in a new baby which is kind of funny because the Texas singer had an album come out this year called Girl. But now she and Ryan Hurd are going to have a boy. And it looks like it's due sometime in 2020. She tweeted a really cool picture of her and hubby in a Twitter photo side by side, kind of showing off the addition that's coming. And you can check that out on her official Twitter account at Marin Morris. So congratulations, Marin Morris, adding mother to her list of accolades in virginia slash washington dc the world series is going on the nats have a chance to win the darn thing when they return to the nation's capital but you are going to if you make it into the game on friday game three of the world series you're going to hear the great voice of jerome ruska as he is the public address announcer there for the washington nationals and the good news is this guy who when he's not there at the park giving out the public address announcement he's a prince william county virginia teacher and he's having to kind of take off from school something he doesn't do very often to go be the nats public address announcer as he teaches at stonewall jackson high school in prince william county virginia and he's not going to miss his opportunity to call or be on the on the call in the broadcast booth or it's really more of a public address booth for the nats as washington the city hosting a world series game for the first time in 86 years and he has to arrive at the park six hours before the first pitch to start his pre-game routine but the nats in the world series and professor if you want to call him that since he's a high school teacher jerome ruska ready to help out the fans in attendance for the World Series of 2019, the Nats and the Houston Astros. And finally here, as we wrap up our stories and headlines from across the Southeast, what a great story we have coming in from East Tennessee, near Cleveland in Benton, Tennessee. A couple went outside of the box when searching for a flower girl for their wedding. And what they ended up doing, Lindsay and Tanner Raby from Cleveland, they chose their four grandmothers and great-grandmothers 
to be their flower girls for their wedding. What a great thing. The flower girls included Lindsay's 90-year-old great-grandmother, Kathleen Brown, 76-year-old grandmother, Wanda Grant, 72-year-old grandmother, Betty Brown, and Tanner's 70-year-old grandmother, Joyce Raby, was the fourth flower girl. Now, is that not cool? What a great thing. And hey, mixing it up, I've never seen that done before. And what a great, great thing for the for the rabies from Cleveland, Tennessee. Congratulations on the marriage. And I know those grandmothers and great-grandmothers probably had a great time at the big wedding. I got to go to a wedding this weekend. I don't know if I'm going to see any nine-year-old flower girls there, but uh, I'll keep my eye out for that. I'm actually in a wedding this weekend. Woohoo! <laughs> hey, it costs a lot of money to be in a wedding. Whether you're a guy or a girl, it's not a cheap thing. I'll have to fill you in on all the wedding details sometime next week. Well, that will wrap up the headlines from across the South. When we come back, thanks to the Southeast Tourism Society, we've got some of the great events going on right now through the end of October and into November. Some of the great festivals of Dixie. We'll share some of those with you as we come right back after the break. Keep it locked here. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Colbert. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
just get burned We don't have to feel like dirt anymore Though love's not hurt Baby, it's a Final segment of this first hour of today's Y'all Show, and it is time, just like Susie Bogus is singing about, to, to drive south. Well, you're probably already south, and you might need to drive a little east, maybe even a little north, but drive somewhere and enjoy the south and the great festivals of Dixie. And that's what we're doing right now with Festive South. Here as we wrap up this first hour of the Thursday Y'all Show, we're going to share with you some really cool events going on. Thanks to the Southeast Tourism Society, they put out the top 20 events. And we're going to share what's going on this weekend across the south and on into November, because I know it might be a little bit too late for some of you to make your plans accordingly to go to some of the stuff this weekend. But if you've got time, man, you need to listen up because we've got some awesome things all scattered throughout the South. Starting with a reminder, this weekend in the barbecue capital of the South, I, I think they make that claim, and they ought to because they have the official website, barbecuefestival.com. In Lexington, North Carolina, it's, uh, sort of sandwiched in between Charlotte and uh, Greensboro, I guess, would be where you might want to put it on a map. Lexington, North Carolina, this weekend, it's the Barbecue Festival. And it's about the 38th Barbecue Festival taking place in what I call the home of great North Carolina vinegar-based barbecue. It's the Barbecue Festival, Lexington, North Carolina, going on this Saturday. Also this Saturday, you got Boo at Bellingrath, and that's in Theodore, Alabama, just to the south of Mobile. Go to the website, bellingrath.org, to learn a lot more. Bellingrath has tons of great things throughout the year, but Boo in Bellingrath is something extra special and you can go and experience this with your kids. Boo at Bellingrath going on Saturday in Lower Alabama. In Bowling Green, Kentucky this weekend, it's Bowling Green Bourbon and Brewfest. BGBrewfest.com is the website there in Western Kentucky. Go check out this great event going on this Saturday. And this Saturday into Sunday in Homa, Louisiana, you got the Rougarou Fest going on. I need to spell it for you, I'm sure. It's R-O-U-G-A-R-O-U, RougarouFest.org is the website. And while I'm looking this up, I, 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 I they got me on that here in Homa. What the heck is Rougarou? Well, let me see if I can't find out. Okay, Rougarou is a legendary creature in Laurentine French communities linked to European notions of the werewolf. Okay, now we know. It's a scary thing going on in Homer this weekend. As if the swamp lands of South Louisiana weren't scary enough, now you got Rougarou Fest in Homer going on this weekend. All right. Woo! Man, I'm going to I'm gonna have to sleep a little bit more sound tonight. I might need to take some, some uh, heavy medicine so I don't wake up thinking of Rougarou. Let's move into November, if you don't mind. And throughout the month of November, also at Bellingrath, we told you it was a special place in Theodore, Alabama. 
Well, after they get done with Boo Fest, the Boo at Bellingrath there and Theodore, at Bellingrath they have the Fall Outdoor Cascading Chrysanthemums at Bellingrath Gardens and Homes. A beautiful, lovely thing, chrysanthemums on display in lower Alabama at Bellingrath. Go to the website, bellingrath.org, for all the juicy details, B-E-L-L-I-N-G-R-A-T-H dot org in punta gorda florida on november 1st through the 3rd at the it's the florida international air show florida air show.com is the website to learn more there what's going on in punta gorda in pensacola florida coming up that same first weekend in november you got the great gulf coast arts festival the website ggaf.org to learn more what's going on in the city of five flags i think it's five it might be six flags or maybe five and a half these days in powell's point north carolina on november 6th or rather november 2nd it's the curatuck heritage festival visit curatuck.com the website to learn more and that's spelled c-u-r-r-i-t-u-c-k there at powell's point North Carolina. Another thing I need to Google real here. Thank goodness for Google. I don't know what we would do without Google. I don't know where Powell's Point, North Carolina is. All right. All right. It is an unincorporated community in Currituck County, North Carolina, with an elevation, did I read that, of 10 feet. So you know it's right at the sea level. And sure enough, it's sort of in the very northeast corner of the state of North Carolina. For some of you, that's quite a haul to get there to Powell's Point for the Currituck Heritage Festival going on November 2nd. Well, if you don't want to go to Powell's Point, also in North Carolina on that same exact day in Southport, it's the Southport Wooden Boat Show. Southportwoodenboatshow.com is the website there. And again, let me pull up my North Carolina map here and share with you where the heck southport north carolina is sounds like it might be on the coast as well and sure enough it is this is in brunswick county at the mouth of the cape fear river so if you're looking at a map southport if you're looking at a map of north carolina powell's point is in the very northeast corner of the state of north carolina on the atlantic coast southport hey take a wild guess where it might be it's kind of on the very southeast corner of north carolina sort of between wilmington and the state line around calabash is where you'd find it but southport yeah a population of 3600 and it welcomes you in for the southport wooden boat show southportwoodenboatshow.com the website that's taking place november 2nd come november 7th through the 17th of november you got the frank brown international songwriters festival taking place in perdido key in florida it's frankbrownsongwriters.com the website to learn much more about what's going on there in perdido key fla well that is a quick look at some of the fun stuff going on across the southeast if you want to make your plans we encourage you to go see this part of the world we live in a very very special place well that will conclude our first hour of today's y'all hey we've got a whole nother hour ahead of your way stay tuned after the break we're going to have a fun feature thanks to y'all.com the top 50 date night restaurants and a lot of these are right here in the land of romance aka land of cotton we'll have info on that and then it's thursday we've got our sec spotlight coming your way we're going to hear from the head coach of those tigers ed orgeron as this team gets ready to host the auburn tigers in a top 10 matchup 
Saturday night, or really more of a Saturday late afternoon in Death Valley. We'll also hear from the QB of those Auburn Tigers, the freshman Bo Nix, as he had some things to say heading into this big game. We'll also hear from the head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks, Will Muschamp, getting his team ready to go to Rocky Top after a rough loss as they kind of fell apart in the fourth quarter this past weekend against the Florida Gators. And we'll have some other news from throughout the SEC. And we'll get you ready for week nine of SEC football. All that ahead in the number two hour of Y'all Talk With a Southern Accent. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is interested Introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. We told you we'd be back with another hour of all Southern greatness, and that's exactly what we got coming at you here. This is hour two of the Thursday Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Our website, y'all.com. Our telephone number is 803-816-1170. You can find us on Facebook. We really, really need your help on this. Please go on and like our Facebook page at y'all.com on Facebook. And if you do that, here's what you get. You get all of the links to the Y'all Show each and every day. So you don't even have to go looking for this darn thing. It comes right there in your Facebook feed. But in addition to the Y'all Show, we also have on our Y'all Facebook page all kinds of great stories that are actually on y'all.com, but we share them at the y'all.com Facebook page. So again, we kind of do the hard work. We do the heavy lifting for you. All we ask of you and we're asking in a very southern way, would you please consider going to facebook.com 
and then simply searching for y'all, dot com, and you'll see our pretty little red logo and just like our page. And if you do that, that's all you got to do. You'll be set from here on to get all the fun stuff coming from me, yours truly, John Rawl, Clark Sheldon at y'all.com and our entire staff. We've got so much stuff going on and more to come there's more to come here in this second hour we're going to switch over in a few minutes and put our game face on for sec football this is weekend number nine of college football and there's a huge i mean huge game going on in the sec west this weekend as the lsu tigers host the auburn tigers the gus bus meets coach o and we're going to break that game down we're actually going to hear from coach ed orgeron of lsu We'll also hear from the quarterback of those Auburn Tigers, Bo Nix, a freshman from the Birmingham area that's doing great work in his first year on the Plains. We'll hear from those two fellows, and we're going to hear from an SEC East head coach, Will Muschamp, as his Gamecocks, well, they've had a a, a ho-home year this year. They really surprised the world when they knocked off number three Georgia the other day. But then they followed that up with a tough loss in the rain at Williams-Brice against the top 10 Florida Gators. The reward for the Gamecocks now, they get to go back on the road and take on a little bit better Tennessee Vols program and Jeremy Pruitt. And Will Muschamp's going to talk about all that when we get to that portion of the Y'all Show in in just a few minutes. But right now on the Y'all Show, we're going to do something really fun. We're going to do something perfect in case you've got a sweetheart. It could be a guy. It could be a gal. It could be both. Hey, we've got something to help all y'all out, okay? And that is thanks to Clark Shelton at y'all.com. We know that the South, it's a very romantic place, right? Well, we have an article on y'all.com called The South Does Well on the Top 50 Date Night Restaurants List. Yes, if you're looking for a place to take your sweetie and you want to get out of the doghouse well, thanks to Clark and y'all.com, we can help you. We're in the hepping business at y'all.com. And this article it is kind of done in conjunction with Open Table, the world's leading provider of online restaurant reservations, and it's part of Booking Holdings Inc. Or Booking Holdings Inc., which on NASDAQ is BKNG, in case you wanted to do a little treading. And they've just released this first ever list of the 50 best restaurants for a date in America for 2019. And if you want to kind of surprise, if you want to wow your sweetie, this will help you do that, as this features restaurants in 21 states and Washington, D.C. Now, let me tell you, we only have one of our southern states among the leaders of the states that have restaurants, and that would be the great state of Texas. Now, Texas is joined by Illinois and Nevada for having six restaurants from that state featured on this list of the 50 best restaurants for a date. And I guess what I'm trying to tell y'all, if you listen closely to this segment, you don't need to take your loved one to McDonald's, although that's a good place to go, especially now that they got the McRib back, and I'm loving it. The McRib is awesome, and I got to share it with my favorite nine-year-old the other day, and guess what? He loved it. So McDonald's, keep it up. Keep up the good work with your Mac rib. But McDonald's, I don't think it's on the list of the best restaurants for a date here, thanks to Open Table and y'all.com now i told you texas has six restaurants in this top 50 well georgia has four and georgia joins florida for having four honorees and a couple of non-southern states are in that list so 
Without further ado, let me tell you about these 50 places to go on a really cool date in 2019. All right, y'all, y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? The 50 best restaurants for a date in America for 2019 include in the South, a place I've lived in, but I've never heard in Huntsville, Alabama of Connor's Steak and Seafood right there in the Rocket City. Oh, yes. This has fresh seafood and premium aged steaks. Also, gourmet salads, pastas, and a whole lot more. It's right there in the Rocket City. And looks like the address is 345 The Bridge Street in downtown Huntsville, just off the parkway. Connor's Steak and Seafood. It got a 4.6 star rating out of 5. $30 and under, according to the price for this. So, I did not know that. In case you don't want to eat the steak at Connor's Steak and Seafood, this great date location, they've got also classic burgers for $10 and something called shrimp scampi pasta for only $12. So, hey, that that's a great option. Of course, I don't think they're on the list in Huntsville, but I encourage you to go to Huntsville, Alabama, and check out Connor's Steak and Seafood, but also check out two of my other favorite places – I hope you don't mind, Connors, for me bragging. So you just need to go to Huntsville and spend at least one day, a full day, maybe two days, and enjoy Connors Steak and Seafood for one meal. Go to Beauregard's for some great chicken wings. Oh, Beauregard's is awesome and has great Mountain Dew. And I hope Beauregard's is still open. With restaurants, they come and go. Beauregard's been around a long time. I hope they're still there. If they are, go there. Enjoy a really cool laid-back chicken feast at Beauregard's in Huntsville, Alabama. The third place, I got the perfect combination of meals. So I just told you about Beauregard's and their chicken tenders and chicken wings there in Huntsville, USA. Well, guess what? If you are in the mood for, let's say, a little Mexican, a little Tex-Mex, yes, they have maybe the best Tex-Mex place I've ever been in in Huntsville and also in Florence, Alabama. That's Rosie's. Rosie's with a location on South Parkway. It is awesome. And that is your perfect Huntsville, Alabama escape. Thanks to the Y'all Show. There you have it. Connor's Steak and Seafood, though, is the one that they're singling out here in the 50 best restaurants for a date in 2019. All right, let's move on. Okay, let's, we got to move on. And a celebrity is on our mind when we come to our next spot in Dallas, Texas. It's 560 by Wolfgang Puck, a good Texan. Just kidding. I think he is from Germany, I think. But yes, Wolfgang Puck's 560, and this is part of the Dallas skyline. It's part of a 560-foot landmark there that you can go and enjoy this in Dallas, Texas, and Reunion Tower, I think it's where it's located. And sure enough, it's right there at 300 Reunion Boulevard in the heart of Dallas, Texas, Now, they're not open for lunch, only open for dinner from 5 to 10 p.m. Most days, Friday and Saturday, stays open until 11 p.m. But they've got Asian and sushi concoctions there awaiting you. It's business casual, so don't show up in a T-shirt or you just might not get served. But, yes, you can go in this restaurant as part of this awesome skyscraper reunion tower in Dallas, Texas. And they've got a 150-seat main room and they also have two really cool bars at 560, which is right there, again, in the heart of Dallas, Texas, and a wonderful place. They've got, for example, 
the Colorado Lamb Lettuce Cup, $16. The Roasted Baby Beets, $14. That's part of the many options there. They got lots of sushi items there. The California Roll, $19. That's King Crab, Avocado, and Cucumber all rolled up in a California Roll for less than $20. In Dallas, Texas, that's not a bad deal, in my opinion, especially if you've got maybe the company paying for it. That's That's even better. But this is Wolfgang Puck's first fine dining restaurant in the city of Dallas. And this legendary chef has this available for y'all to check out. 560 by Wolfgang Puck in Dallas, Texas. Let's move on to Memphis and a place that I've been to a couple times. Right there on Main Street, it's Flight Restaurant and Wine Bar in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, what's cool about this is you kind of go in there and you choose your own kind of menu is how it works as they have what they call the chef's dessert flight. They also have wine flights. And you kind of, I guess when you go in there, you get your choice of drinks and you have a flight of drinks, which means they bring out little small samples of beer, for example, if you order a certain flight and you don't necessarily get one huge drink. You get these little, I call them uh, uh, sample size would be the best thing. But it's a full-service restaurant that has these multiple dining selections for guests to enjoy in one single dining experience. And again, it's right there in Memphis, Tennessee at 39 South Main, a great place. It's open every single day of the year. It's also available Monday through Friday for lunch, or you can have private corporate functions go on there at flight in Memphis, Tennessee. And to give you an idea of the ocean flight, that's New Orleans barbecue shrimp, Maine Jumbo Lump Crab Cake and Lobster Ravioli. That's just one of a bunch of cool selections in a really classy place in the great bluff city of Memphis, Tennessee. All right, now to New Orleans. Hey, you knew that New Orleans would come in here somehow. GW Fins is on the list. That's an awesome place for you to consider going to when you're in the big easy GW Fins has a dress policy that's available for you to check out coats and ties not required but you can go in there with eh, you kind of need to dress a little nice there on this location at bnville street 808 bnville to be specific if you want to plug that in your phone but they've got a daily menu that includes lobster dumplings seafood gumbo and also crispy pork belly there in new orleans louisiana at gw fins one of the top 50 places in america to go on a date according to (laughs) y'all.com and if y'all.com says it yeah no it's got to be accurate let's go from the big easy to the music city and you got jimmy kelly's restaurant that is in nashville tennessee you can find it at 217 louise avenue that would be right around church street in the music city as jimmy kelly's continues to be the standard which american steakhouses are measured founded in 1934 and this steakhouse which i i did not know was in nashville i guess this is is this a national type deal because i've lived in nashville i've never heard of jimmy kelly's but they got something called kelly's steaks and chops and you can go enjoy all kinds of famous fillets the blue cheese fillet for example a standard cut will set you back thirty nine seventy five for that. But yes, this is a really fancy place there. Right, I won't call it downtown Nashville. It's more around Church Street, like I said. But you can go check out this place, Jimmy Kelly's Restaurant. Again, 
I don't know the history of the chain, but I never heard of Jimmy Kelly's in my days living in Nashville. So if it started in 34, I don't think it started in Nashville. But I could be wrong. I have been wrong at least once before in my life. But that is a great place for go on a date, no matter where and when it started. In Orlando, you got Kyle G's Prime Seafood. It made the list. Kyle G's Prime Seafood. So what kind of seafood are we talking about here at this location, which you can find it in Orlando at 10900 South Ocean Drive? Technically, it's in Jensen Beach. Jensen Beach, not all that far from the city of Orlando. But yes, as far as their dinner menu, for some of their great things, they got a shellfish platter. They also have garlic broiled oysters available for you. And of course, you know they're going to have oyster Rockefellers there at Kyle G's Prime Seafood. As they say, their motto, eat local, be coastal. And you can find that again, Kyle G's in Jensen Beach, Florida, one of the 50 and a that's a that's i don't know how the food's there but it's on the beach so that makes it right there one of the best places in america to go have a a date if it's going to be at the beach well it's going to be in the top 50 but this one might trump that one because this one's not only in the beach it's at key west and in key west florida this place made the list of the best places to go latitudes on sunset key now does that sound like a a guy from Key West might write a song by that title, a guy named Jimmy Buffett. Latitudes on Sunset Key at 245 Front Street at the Margaritaville Resort in Key West. Yes, this little island of Sunset Key, which is only an eight-minute boat ride from Key West. You can go and enjoy that. They've got a slip there. You can take your boat, and you can come in there and enjoy this awesome place. Now, they want to tell everybody, no beach wear. Don't show up with your jorts and a big suntan and suntan oil and all that kind of stuff. They, they want you to come in there looking a little a little respectable. Now, what are some of the items on the menu here at Latitudes on Sunset Key? They've got a variety of things, including the smoked steak tartare, also the burrata cheese, and they have something called pickle Key West pink shrimp. All that. Again, at this place, part of the Margaritaville Resort at Sunset Key Latitudes in Key West, Florida. Well, if you can't make it down to Key West, we've got another place in Music City to tell you about, and that's Majano's, I think is how you pronounce it. Majano's, Nashville, Tennessee. And with a name like that, they better be a good Italian place. This is located at 3106 West End in Nashville, not far from Vanderbilt University. And if you go there, you can enjoy an incredible lineup of items like Italian beef, also spiced shrimp, and candied smoked bacon is awesome there. Again, at this Majanio's in Nashville, Tennessee. I need to brush up on my Italian. I realize that, but you've got to have reservations to go here. But it's a wonderful date night option. And that's why it's on the list of the 50 places in Dixie to go to. Tampa, Florida's Ocean Prime made the list. Also, Dallas's Pipus Brothers Steakhouse made the list of great dinner options and date options. Now, let's focus on the state of Georgia and in Savannah, the Old Pink House Restaurant made the cut at 23 Abercorn Street in historic Savannah, Georgia. Oh, this is located in an 18th century mansion in the very, very historic, beautiful city 
of Savannah. And there you'll find all kinds of wonderful selections, including the Habersham platter. That's shrimp and grits, crab cake, and seared scallops. And also the Reynolds Square platter is available. And that's mac and cheese, poppers, pulled pork sliders, and blackened oysters. Now, that sounds like my kind of place at the Old Pink House Restaurant in Savannah, Georgia, one of our top 50 date locations if you want to go there. If you want to go to the state capital of the Peach State in Atlanta, you'll find Rays on the River. And are they talking Chattahoochee River? I think so, as this is located at 6700 Powers Ferry Road in Sandy Springs, just to the north of downtown Atlanta, but right there near the river, the river, I guess this would be right off of 285. They've got this as you can take in great views of the Chattahoochee River, and you'll also take in some great views of the food as they've got a seafood platter. How about this? For only $80, you can get barbecue shrimp. Crispy calamari, oysters, Rockefeller, and lump crab cakes. That's the hot seafood platter. Now, if that's not enough for you, for only $150, you have the chilled seafood tower. That includes Maine lobster, king crab legs, oysters, shrimp cocktail, lump crab meat salad. All this at Ray's on the River in Sandy Springs, Georgia, one of our 50 date places. And you'd think, If you spend $150 at dinner on someone, they at least ought to hold your hand on the way back to the car, right? Yes, I think so. Also in Atlanta, you got the Sundial Restaurant at the Weston Peachtree Place that made the cut. Dallas's Texas de Brazil in Fort Worth technically is where that's located. It made the list, and I don't want to brag on them since that's kind of a national-type chain, Texas de Brazil. But in Texas... The Texas de Brazil's better be darn good. And this one has made the cut of the 50 best restaurants for a date in all the land here in 2019. And last but not least, in the South, we want to spotlight back to Savannah. We go Vicks on the River. And that's at 26th East Bay Street in Savannah, Georgia, right on the Savannah River. And sure enough, you can go there and enjoy this really cool place it's in an old cotton warehouse that overlooks the historic and scenic savannah river and it's got two entrances both on bay and river streets so you have easy access to vix on the river now what is the menu at vix well we'll tell you that they've got fried green tomatoes so right there your date is going to be happy about that also the award-winning crawfish beignets and that's mixed in with some tabasco syrup that's available on the menu And then they also have pan-fried chicken livers. That is country ham, caramelized, sweet onions, red wine, demi-glace. All that, again, at Vicks on the River and a lot more fancy stuff that I can't really get into today. But we encourage you to check it out there as a great option for you to take a date. Vicks on the River in the coastal empire of Georgia. Now, those are just your southern places I spotlighted. There's plenty of other places outside the south. Perhaps you want to take a date in Hawaii to Mama's Fish House. (laughs) And you also have in Seattle, the pink door and more of these places. But here at y'all.com, we really want to put the emphasis on the South and you can go read more and learn more about all of our great Southern options on this list. Thanks to Clark Shelton at y'all.com and also a special shout out to the folks that helped bring this together. Open table, the world's leading provider of online restaurant reservations, part of booking holdings, Inc., and their research that went into this, the 50 best restaurants for a date in America, 
for 2019. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed that, and hopefully, you'll be making reservations soon. Well, we want you to make a reservation with us, and that is to stick around through the break, because when we come back, it's our SEC Spotlight. We've got some great news from the SEC. We'll hear from a couple of coaches of the SEC, and we'll share with you the complete Week 9 lineup of Southeastern Conference football. That's ahead as we wrap up this Thursday. Y'all talk with a Southern accent. Reservations, please. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. Way to go, Vanderbilt Commodores. Yes, they had a huge win week eight against the top 25 Missouri Tigers. The Vanderbilt Commodores winning in Nashville 21-14. This is the Y'all Show, our SEC Spotlight. And I'm John Rawl. Good to have you return as we close up this Thursday Y'all Show. We will walk through what happened last week here. And then we've got some news from throughout the Southeastern Conference. We're going to hear from a couple of coaches. We're hear from a, a guy named Ed Ogeron of LSU. We'll hear from Will Muschamp. And we'll hear from the quarterback of the Auburn Tigers, Bo Nix. As Mr. Nix and Mr. Orgeron face off against each other in Death Valley here this week nine. And then in the next segment, we're going to switch over and walk through all of the week nine matchups and give you a little bit more info on all the fun there. But yes, looking back at week eight last weekend, yes, the Vanderbilt Commodores upset the number 22 ranked Missouri Tigers. Kelly Bryant really struggled there in Nashville and the Commodores. Congratulations. You win your second win of the year to improve to two and five overall in the SEC East. Doing pretty good there with the win over Missouri. Missouri better find themselves here entering this next weekend because they got another road trip we'll tell you about that in the next segment other games from week eight included the texas a&m aggies going on the road and they won at vault hemingway stadium against the land sharks of mississippi as the aggies won 24 17 able to hold on in the end and pull out the victory in front of the Sharks. Auburn went on the road last weekend and looked really good in the Ozarks. Gus Bus goes strong there in his native land. 51-10, number 11 Auburn at the time, got the throttling of Arkansas, and the Tigers improved to 6-1. and one. Arkansas drops to 2-5 and five overall after that one. It was a rainy night in Georgia. That ought to be a song. Georgia had a rainy night, and they were being 
I guess, stepped on all over by Mother Nature and the Kentucky Wildcats, at least for the first two quarters. And then, then the seas parted, and Kentucky just couldn't keep score with Georgia. And the dogs come back, and they got that South Carolina game flushed out of their system. They roared in the second half got 21 points and they won over kentucky 21-0 the cats shut out between the hedges it was a rainy afternoon in columbia south carolina and the top 10 florida gators they soared ahead in the fourth quarter with 21 points and they got the 38-27 victory in front of a crowd in columbia that was not very happy with the officiating more on that to come when we hear from will muschamp a little bit later The LSU Tigers went on the road, and they got a big victory at Davis Wade Stadium, 36-13. Lots of points in the second and third quarters for Ed Orgeron's team. And with the win, they maintained their number two ranking. And the Tigers are 7-0. Mississippi State, after the loss, goes to 3-4. And And a lot of questions now around Joe Moorhead's program after he let Joe Burrow come in there and throw four touchdown passes. And the Dogs now... Bowl birth, maybe it's it's a big maybe in Octavia County, thanks to a three and four record. You'll have questions, and certainly questions about the future of the program happen. Now at Bryant Denny, the late night game in the SEC last weekend, the Alabama Crimson Tide did win, and they got to fire up those cigars at the end of the game. Thirty five thirteen, the Tide rolls over Tennessee, but Tennessee really came to play in this game, and this was a game where it was pretty close most of the way. And not until a late touchdown did Alabama really surge ahead and and get the, what, 22-point win in this one. But it was was pretty nip and tuck for a lot of this game. And the Vols looked to be a better team, and Coach Jeremy Pruitt was pretty fired up about this one. But the Tide wins, and they are 7-0, ranked number one in the country. Let's get to a few headlines from across the Southeastern Conference. Yes, with the way this whole football thing works these days, it seems a little odd that you got a Power 5 program and one of the elite programs of the Power 5, the Florida Gators, having to go on social media and say, hey, we'd like to have an opponent from the Power 5 play us. But that's exactly what the Twitter account of Scott Strickland did this week, at Scott Strickland. No D on the end of his name, by the way, the Mississippi State alum who's down in Gainesville now, I guess, for about the fourth year. As he put a tweet out this week, attention ADs from the ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, or Pac-12. Gators football is looking to add additional home and home series against P5 opponents. Let's connect and schedule quality games the fans want to see. Hashtag Go Gators. Well, Clemson AD Dan Radakovich responded to this tweet telling him, that proposing a home-and-home series with the Tigers could be a reality, but they're going to have to wait about 20 years. As Radakovich wrote, Hey, Scott Strickland, call me. Clemson would enjoy a visit to the Swamp, and I'm sure the Gators would enjoy a visit to the original Death Valley. And then he wrote 37-38, meaning, again, the year is 2037-2038. Something tells me Scott Strickland doesn't want to wait that long for a series with the Clemson Tigers, which, in my opinion, Florida kind of ripped off the Clemson look when their coach, Charlie Pell, left Clemson to go to coach the Florida Gators. And if you go back and look at Florida with Pell, that's where the orange helmet emerged. And Clemson and Florida, eerily similar, especially when Clemson, or rather when Florida wears those orange jerseys in the white pants, almost the same. Big difference is Clemson is one of the elite programs of college football. Florida has been and may end up being but the question's still out for Florida here in 2019 if they're truly an elite program. But if you want to play that 
rising gator program scott strickland wants to hear from you especially if you're from a power five program well the gators don't have to worry about scheduling the south carolina gamecocks as they're in the sec east but we do have some news about the gamecock football program and it ain't the best of news for will muschamp as the NCAA has placed the Gamecocks on probation for a year after reaching a negotiated resolution agreement to close an investigation into impermissible off-campus contact between Lance Thompson, who was an assistant coach for the program a couple of years ago, and a recruit back in 2018. According to the NCAA's release of this matter, the unnamed assistant coach, again, Lance Thompson is who it was, had impermissible off-campus contact with a recruit in May of 2018. He also sent 13 text messages to the prospective student-athlete, who was a sophomore in high school at the time, and sources say that the recruit is defensive lineman DeMonte Capehart of IMG Academy, who is now the 27 ranked number 27 prospect in the ESPN 300 for the year 2020. And guess what? Lance, you didn't do a very good job because... Mr. Capehart is a commitment to uh, those Clemson Tigers. (laughs) Now, here's the problem. I've talked to Lance Thompson before, okay? He's a cool guy. He really is. And he's good at what he does, which is recruiting, okay? And I know he's in trouble here at South Carolina, which, of course, he's no longer employed with the University of South Carolina, which also the NCAA fined the University of South Carolina 10,000 big ones for this whole little dust up with coach thompson let me tell you that this is a story and the gamecocks are going to be on some kind of probation they're not going to miss any kind of bowl bowl eligibility here with this lance thompson is a shady character okay he is a shady character he's been at alabama he's been at tennessee he's been at auburn he's been all over the place but you know what the reason he's a shady character is because college football recruiting is a shady business And this guy, who is also a defensive line coach when he's not recruiting, I don't know how well he does that. Right now he's on Lane Kiffin's staff at FAU this season. He's been all over the place. I know because I follow him on Twitter, and it seems like every offseason he's letting you know where he is, okay? And it's a different college almost every time. But it's a dirty business. And he's getting slapped, and the program getting slapped because of him contacting these high school players okay and in this case this kid i think came to columbia in the sort of off season and got a little bit of a tour of the facility you can go read the details i i'm not gonna bore you with this but this is just par for the course in terms of college football recruitings in terms of recruiting 16 15 and 14 year old kids to come to your university i wouldn't do it i I feel for the Lance Thompsons of the world who get paid a lot of money, by the way, but they have a career as 40-something and 50-something-year-old people. Lance Thompson is probably about 55 years old, and he has a career where he pretty much morphs into a 15-year-old boy and tries to out-cool all the other colleges and get someone to come to his college. And it's a dirty business, and that's why... We know recruiting is such a big deal. Well, you gotta you gotta get in the dirt if you're gonna be successful. And don't tell me Alabama doesn't do it. Don't tell me Clemson doesn't get dirty. And when I mean dirty, I'm not talking about doing illegal stuff. I'm just talking about things where these grown men are out here contacting these kids. And in this case, the NCAA comes down on the Gamecocks this week. And 
I don't think it's that big of a deal. I know they have to pay a $10,000 fine. I know that they are going to have some other issues that are going to be affecting the program. But in the end, under the negotiated agreement, Will Muschamp can have off-campus contact with 10 recruits during a two-week contact period in December. Also, the Gamecocks had to stop recruiting Capehart. So I guess he's not coming to Columbia after all. But there's some other knick-knack stuff going on here with this. But Lance Thompson in the news, but he everybody says does a really good job at his job as a recruiting guy for the Gamecocks. Let's talk about a guy. I don't know if he recruited. I know at one time, I think he was at Mississippi state. I think I know his daughter went to Mississippi state and that would be, let's talk about a Mississippi state alum in Fletcher Cox. This is more of an NFL story, but how about Fletcher Cox? He grabbed a shotgun this week to thwart a break in at his New Jersey residence. And this defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles, Ended up got this gun out to as the suspect began to flee. The suspect was the ex-boyfriend of a woman staying at the residence of Fletcher Cox. A complaint filed Wednesday. The suspect is said to have damaged the vehicle on the property by throwing rocks through the front and rear windows, and then attempted to gain entrance to the residence by throwing large rocks through the front doors. And that's when Fletcher Cox, Mississippi State great, grabbed a shotgun, prompting the suspect to flee the area in a black Porsche before eventually being apprehended. Fleeing the scene in a black Porsche. My goodness. Man, criminals in Jersey have really stepped up their game, don't you think? (laughs) All right, let's talk a little bit about this weekend's games going on. And LSU is going to have number nine, Auburn, coming in. And, hey, we've got some good news, Tiger fans, LSU Tiger fans, that is. And that's because one of the great receivers of the LSU Tigers, six foot four, two hundred pound sophomore Terrence Marshall Jr., is expected to be in the game as he's missed the previous three games with a fractured foot. And this high flying offense of Joe Burrow might be strengthened any even more with this very good receiver, Terrence Marshall Jr., coming back to the LSU program. Coach Orgeron said in his press conference this week, we will see how much he can do. And they'll find out how well he can do in the actual game. But yes, good news if you're an LSU fan about having this guy, Mr. Marshall, and had the Marshall plan in effect when Auburn comes to town Saturday afternoon. We've got a little bit more SEC news to share with you. We'll hear from a couple of coaches now, though. Let's hear from Ed Orgeron of those LSU Tigers as his team gets ready to take on the Auburn Tigers. Well, I think for this team, uh, they're so focused in on the task at hand, and and, uh, they understood, they made some some goals, and we talked about some things before the season, where we want to go, and we're right on track. And this is always about LSU. It's about the LSU standard of performance now. Does Auburn have our attention? Heck yeah. Is this a great rivalry game in the SEC? Yes. So what, whatever's down the road is going to wait down the road. But this, you know, Florida was a big game, right? Well, Mississippi State was a big game. And the more you win, the bigger they're going to get. So this is a big game in Baton Rouge. That means a lot to our football team. And I don't think at all that they'll look, be looking past the open date, whatever, down the road. A little clip there from Ed Orgeron of the LSU football program. And this is Tigers ranked number two in the country. Host the Auburn Tigers in the CBS afternoon game. Bo Nix will be leading the Auburn Tigers into Death Valley. The freshman quarterback has done wonders here in his first year. Got that big victory over Oregon in week one. Yeah, they had to sit back at Florida, but Bo Nix is excited about the opportunity to take on the LSU Tigers here. Auburn, LSU, the battle of the Tigers of the SEC West. And at his 
opportunity to talk to the media this week on the Plains. The freshman quarterback spoke about this matchup. What goes through my mind is all the the chances that we've had. Um, it hasn't been like the games haven't been close. We've had a lot of close games here, especially in the past few years um, going up there. And um, obviously last time we played there, we did a really good job in the first half and didn't quite finish out the game. So, but the fact that, I mean, it hadn't been done since I've been alive. I think that's pretty crazy. Um, but we're going to do whatever we can to, to change that and, and go on the road and get a win. Bo Nix, QB of the Auburn Tigers, as Auburn gets ready to take on LSU in a top 10 matchup in Baton Rouge. Well, we got to give the SEC East a little bit of publicity here on today's Y'all Show, getting you ready for the Y'all Kickoff Show come Friday. And Will Muschamp is the Gamecocks head coach. And this week in Columbia, he had an opportunity to kind of get past that Florida game, a little ugly situation with Florida scoring three touchdowns in the final quarter and came back to roar ahead and get the victory against the Gamecocks. USC this week hits the road to Rocky Top where Tennessee awaits. Will Muschamp, some thoughts from him heading into this game against the Vols. Well, I think whether it's the quarterback position or whatever position it is, there's a lot of firsts these guys go through. A lot of first, a lot of seeing this for the first time, seeing this pressure for the first time, seeing this exotic two trap for the first time. Uh, so it just you can't get enough time to teach, you can't get enough time to watch film, you can't get enough time to rep, especially at that position because it affects everybody. He's in his fourth season leading the South Carolina Fighting Gamecocks, and that was the head coach of USC, Will Muschamp, at his media opportunity. This week, USC and Tennessee battle in SEC action here this football Saturday. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up today's Y'all Show with a kind of breakdown of all of the Week 9 action of the SEC. You don't want to miss it. It's up next on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. 
Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applied. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. It's the final segment of y'all here on this Thursday, getting you ready for kickoff come Saturday. And this, our SEC spotlight as it continues, as we look at some of the matchups here for week nine of SEC play. The Missouri Tigers will be at Kroger Field in Lexington, Mizzou, with a very disappointing loss last week in Nashville to the Vanderbilt Commodores. UK returns to the big shopping bag with this matchup on the SEC Network. It's your Saturday evening contest on the SEC Network, set for a 7.30 Lexington time, 6.30 Central time. It's the Tigers and the Cats. And Lexington, Kentucky, a great place to see a football game. And now that it's not so darn hot out there, as they're getting ready here to start basketball, you better go see a football game, Cat fans, before it's all basketball. But yes, Kentucky needs to get that comeback win after they lost last weekend. Tough performance there in between the hedges in Athens. But in the end, Georgia shuts them out. Kentucky returns home with this battle against the Missouri Tigers. The Alabama Crimson Tide have your Saturday evening game on ESPN, set for a 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Tuscaloosa time kick. The number one Tide hosts the Arkansas Razorbacks. And after this game, Coach Nick Saban gets to take a little breather. They're off for a week. And then they host those LSU Tigers in a couple of days. But right now, Arkansas is the opponent. Shouldn't be too much of a challenge for the home team in this one. The Aggies of Texas A&M try to make it two in a row against schools from the Magnolia State as Joe Moorhead's Mississippi State Bulldogs ride into Kyle Field. This is your early game on the SEC Network set for a 12 noon, 11 o'clock Aggieland time kick. And we'll see if the Ags and Kellamon can come out and do a good job there against the Bulldogs of Mississippi State in the maroon battle, I like to call this one. And Jimbo Fisher's program getting a big win last week against Mississippi State's rival from the Magnolia State, the Mississippi Sharks. Just couldn't come back and couldn't get that victory at home against the Aggies. And Jimbo and crew got that road win. Now they try to rebound here with a home victory they haven't had a home victory i guess in a while and they need this one as they've got the bulldogs coming in for this high noon eastern 11 o'clock kick from kyle field the south carolina gamecocks they'll be at neyland stadium they'll be taking on a tennessee program that gave alabama a lot of lot of trouble last week south carolina gave florida a lot of trouble in the end both the cox and the vols lost their matchups in week eight Week 9 gives them a whole new lease on life. This game there from the General in Knoxville set for a 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock kick on the SEC Network. Ryan Alinsky 
looked a little better last week, but not quite as good as he did in that first half against Georgia. And we'll see how well he does. Now, the Tennessee Vols quarterback question is one that Will Muschamp referenced this week in his press availability. Even Jeremy Pruitt's kind of keeping a little bit mum on it. We don't know who it's going to be. We saw last week in that game against Alabama, Pruitt was not very happy with Garantano, his veteran quarterback. And we may see a change. And if he doesn't announce it, I don't blame him. We'll keep it under wraps. But it's the Vols and the Gamecocks in this pre-Halloween fun fest there from the banks of the Tennessee in Knoxville. And then the big one in the SEC this weekend, it's number nine Auburn at number two LSU. It's the CBS Gary Danielson special, and it's going to set for a 330 Eastern, 230 Baton Rouge time from Tiger Stadium. And Coach Gus Bus, Gus Malzahn comes in there after a good victory on the road last week, tries to back it up with a victory against LSU. LSU's got a lot to play for. They win this game, they get to go play those Alabama Crimson Tide, the Elephants, with a lot of wind at their back. It'll be a matchup almost kind of like Texas-Arkansas of 1969. Now that we're at the 50th anniversary of that feat, you just might have a number one Alabama, number two LSU at Bryant-Denny. Is President Nixon going to fly in and declare a national championship here for that game in a couple of weeks? Don't know, but this one here, the the prequel to the big matchup with the Crimson Tide, ought to be a darn good one too, as Auburn's got a lot to play for. If Auburn shocks the nation and gets this victory, it just might be the Auburn Tigers that have all the momentum heading into the end, the the back nine, the the amen corner of the college football schedule, and perhaps with them hosting Alabama at the end of the year at Jordan-Hare, hey, this could be your SEC champion if all works out. But remember, Auburn's got that freshman quarterback in Bo Nix. Going to be a tough challenge. This will be a fun game to tune in here in Week 9. And that is a quick look at the breakdown of the Week 9 action of the Southeastern Conference. And we hope you have a great Saturday watching all this fun starting at noon Eastern, 11 Central, the Bulldogs and the Aggies, and then wrapping it up with Missouri and Kentucky into the evening hours from Kroger Field. And that will also wrap up this Thursday Y'all Show. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back right here on Friday with the Y'all Kickoff Show, two hours of college football fun, which includes our friend and our comrade, General Gridiron giving his unique and hilarious take on the weekend's football games. All that headed your way on Friday. Until that time, thank you for listening to the Y'all Show, our website, y'all.com, our number, 803-816-1170, and of course, you can email us at your leisure, y'allshow at yall.com. Until the Y'all Kickoff Show, thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day, and go south. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. 
Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in. Come on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.